Afternoon, everybody. We have the first episode of The Night Owls. It's going to be a new podcast that we're going to be starting up. Uh, we have the host. My name's going to be Jacob. Uh, we're here with Peter, Ben, and Jonathan. All right. We want to do any introductions before we start? Sure. Um, my name is Jonathan. Uh, I go to Salisbury University, but I'm here for the summer. So here to do a little podcast thingy thing with my boys. You know, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I feel that. All right. My name is Ben. Uh, I, I go like to, to Barford Community College. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm an actor, stage manager, all around theater sort of stuff. Yeah. I guess it's my turn. My name is Peter. I go to Hartford Community College. I have a minor studies in French and a major in uh, music. My life revolves around my work. Oh. So, yeah. Thank you, Jacob. Huh. Anytime. I've been at the same place for four years, and Jacob, I don't condone that. I, that's why I left. Yep. Uh, my I, name's used to, I used to work at Sonic as well, and it's not... Yeah, three out of the four of us worked at Sonic, and two of us are gone. The other one is there forever. Managing. Yeah. How do you feel about that? It's actually a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I enjoy it. It's, um, it's... I feel like it's a nice amount of responsibility for the age that people get that that level of employment. I think mm. low managers and service jobs are good for twenty year olds. It lets them understand decision making. Um, you know, so yes. we, you, you started abusing your power yet? No, I haven't. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not doing fire it. Fire someone? Yet? No, I sent someone home though. Someone was getting real disrespectful. And I said, "Do you want me to make an example out of you?" And they're like, "Do it." And I'm like, "All right, bye. See you." <laughs> Yeah, see ya. It's being who, being a a shift leader or a shift manager. You set the tone for the shift that you have. You know, he rules that drive-through with an iron fist. I rule everything with an iron fist. All right. Well, uh, my name's Jacob. Uh, I'm in the Army Reserves, and I've been doing that for about a year now. And hey, Jacob, what's your name again? That's my name. They hear it. Turn the mic up. My name's Jacob. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Yep, yeah, been in the Army Reserves for about a year. Uh, worked at Sonic for about a year and a half. Uh, got out of that a few months ago. And yeah. So, uh, we have a number of topics that we're going to be discussing. And first off, we're going to start off with some things in Baltimore right now. Peter, do you want to start us off? So, we live in, uh, in the Bel Air area, which is Hartford County, which is about 25 minutes outside of Baltimore. Docks. And so, apparently, Baltimore City is being held hostage. On May 7th, 2019, Baltimore's computers were infected with a ransomware virus known as Robin Hood, spelled with two Bs, so robbing, you're being robbed, and hood. The hackers left a note through the virus that said, quote, We won't talk more. All we know is money. Hurry up. Tic-tac, tic-tac, tic-tac. Not tic-tac. Yeah. The hackers oh, God. <laughs> also demanded they also demanded that the city supply them with thirteen bitcoins, which is the equivalent of hundred and three thousand nine hundred seventy seven dollars <throat> and seventy seven cents, which is significantly higher than what the price of Bitcoin was when they first made their demands. In exchange for the money, the hacker said they would release the city's utilities and internet from Robinhood. Also, uh, the price of Bitcoin has gone up even more today. <laughs> right <laughs> now, it's a hundred four thousand seven hundred seventy six dollars uh, and twenty three cents. So pretty much every day, yeah. it's just getting worse and worse. 
Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Yeah, well, I know the original demands, um, so they've got a hold of all of, like, the government systems, so they can't collect on water bills, electrical bills. They can't, um, like, check their email. Yeah, anything, people right? can't buy houses, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. Everything is, like, super fucked. So, so um, a pretty but, significant part of the city of Baltimore is being yeah. shut down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the original demands were, like, you've got, like, three days or else we're doubling what we're asking for. Mm-hmm. And, like, in ten days, they're, uh, they're going to delete all the systems. <laughs> I mean, but it's been like two weeks, and yeah. and the thing is, if you think about it, for a city, you know, one hundred thirty-three thousand dollars really isn't that. It's a drop no, in the if bucket. If they if they paid it off immediately, it would have been less expensive than what's going on right now. Because yeah. yeah. you have to mitigate what's going on They're, right now. They, if they do it now, it's they they already lost like millions of dollars. Jacob, mm-hmm. feel free to talk for the love of God. Yeah, fucking. I'm sorry. I'm letting this beautiful human. I'm being. letting this go out. Alright. You're letting this percolate. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess well, it's like percolate. a. You can't set the precedent that you're gonna, you know, work with terrorists. That's also true, which is why it's such a shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well, those Metro Crime Stoppers ain't doing much either. But also, like, I feel like they should have just taken the L. Yeah, I mean, you you take the L this time, and you really beef up security. Right. But evidently, this is the second time this has happened, so they didn't get the message the first time, they're not getting it the second time. Yeah, they... Baltimore's... It's a shame, because Baltimore's actually a very pretty city, and there's a lot of really nice up-and-coming Sometimes, places. Yeah. There's uh, the entire Fells Point area, you know, the marketplace. I mean, I walked there, walked around a few days ago, and, you know, it's got some nice shops, some really old, historic things, and it's really pretty, you know. part of Parts of Baltimore, you know, Inner Harbor's really a nice spot. It's just a shame that these low-income housing developments are just not sh- being shown any love, you know. You, you have to have low-end developments because you have every different type of, like, salary range, especially in the city, you know. You've got these blue-collar workers. You've got really low-service jobs. But, you know, you got to give them a better standard of living. Otherwise, your your citizens are going to be very upset with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. Mayor, the mayor of Baltimore is... Kind of a nut job. She was doing well for so long, but this whole scandal with the the books, this her 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 children's books, were was, being used was for. So she had a scandal previously, and then she got reelected, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Was so that was, was a gift same, card thing. Was this the same mayor that um, was in office during the time of the Baltimore riots? No, no. no. Okay, that was the uh, the younger one. Okay, this is that mayor. Like, I handled that situation poorly too. I, the whole Baltimore riots with Freddie Gray was all handled poorly. Mm-hmm. For one, the mitigation of it was bad. The the response to it was bad, and um, it was sad. It was sad. Yeah, it was sad to drive past Baltimore oh. and see fires. Uh, Mayor uh, Pew, uh, Catherine Pew, resigned May second. Wow. Oh, wow, so that was really interesting. Funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the because of this, bu- the children's book scandal. scandal yeah, because apparently oh. she was laundering the money for it and also using it for either city budget or her own budget. I couldn't, I don't remember which, but it was something like you. It, she was laundering money. That's Goddamn liberals! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that, but you know, uh, well, country. Either way, so uh, pretty much to wrap up all that. Baltimore's, Baltimore's a great just, place. Come visit. Yeah. Really Honestly. But, you know, every, every city has to make problems. sure you're... Go to Hampton. Just don't leave Main Street. 
Yeah. And stay in one spot. Yeah. If you go Actually, to there are some really good, there are some really good restaurants. There are some really good restaurants in Baltimore. There's oh, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. No, I was actually looking up some restaurants yesterday because I was actually going uh, to dinner out in Baltimore. Uh, eventually, that ended up getting canceled or whatnot. But I was looking at all these places, and, so you know, some of them, like, there are a few places that are that cost a lot of money but has some really good food. But also, from other. Shout out to Bella Roma. <laughs> also, as a music major, the music scene in Baltimore and the theater and art scene in Baltimore is one of the best. Oh yeah, uh, Baltimore Symphony Orchestra is really. The BSO has the only female um, concert master. Hmm. There's a lot of good jazz world. opportunities around too. I know a lot of jazz guys. The the Peabody oh, yeah. University, the mm-hmm. Peabody Library of Music has some of the most amazing, like tabloids and and, and very interesting things in there. You know, it's. There's a lot of cool stuff in Baltimore. It's just too bad. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, to a more, uh, moving on to a more fictional topic, uh, we have the next Avengers Endgame, which came out recently. Now, I'm going to say this right now. There's going to be spoilers ahead. So uh, if you want to skip ahead, feel free to. But uh, the next part's going to be about Avengers Endgame. Honestly, it's the culmination of 11 years of film making, and it marks one of the most historical moments in cinema. Um, almost becoming number one uh, box office. Where's fucking AC? Has it already? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Really? Fact checker. Wait, what? What am I doing? Because I'm uh, checking to see <laughs> if they surpassed Avatar, Avatar yet. Uh, I thought it did. Well, I'm checking, I'm checking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, continuing on. Right, you, you, with tw- you look up oh. the score of Endgame. I'll look up the score. Yep. So with 22 movies and counting, Endgame picks up right where it left off in Avengers Infinity War, which came out May of 2018. Thanos' devastating snap wiped out half the population on a universal scale and led to the demise of some of the most significant Avengers. The movie had many, many interesting points, and we're all going to discuss it right now. So, I'm going to start off with Ben. What are your thoughts on Endgame? Oof. Uh, I mean, I thought it was good. Um, Ben's a DC I am. I'm a DC fanboy. Uh, DC fan. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, Batman should have been in Endgame. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, but, I mean... I was satisfied with the ending. Um, I mean, it was sad to see Tony go, definitely. He got his touching reunion with Spider-Man. Oh. Um, that random fucking kid was at, was at his funeral. Um, you know, from Iron Man 3, which nobody saw. Um, I, I saw it. So, alright, so worldwide, <clears throat> Avengers Endgame has done 2,650,000, uh, 650,256,700 dollars. And Avatar has done two point seven eight eight billion. So, so right now, Endgame is still below Avatar, but I mean, it's still climbing. It's chugging along. Yeah, the yeah. movie is still out. Oh yeah, like that's. I mean, that's crazy. To make, so, uh, so it needs to make like what twelve million more or something, or what? To make like a hundred million more. I don't that's, know. I really feel like we just saw it pass. But yeah, Avatar did too. I don't Avatar know. made a lot of money. Avatar was a really revolutionary film. Apparently, because it was the uh, first film that used the the suits. Yeah, the mocap suits, and apparently James Cameron uh, developed new technology for the second one for uh, like underwater mocap stuff. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, huh. but uh, yeah. So honestly, when it comes to the movie plot, I really enjoyed it. Like every every fight scene was just on point. Every just oh man, I definitely I'm think thinking they back stuck on to it. a more comic book 
look like feeling scripts. I feel like it was a lot of like interesting, funny comic. Like Ben Ben reads comics. I read comics. You know, there's a lot of like tongue in cheek fighting in it, and you mm-hmm. know, there's there's a lot of humor in it. There was actually some humor in this. You know, it was a Infinity you War know, didn't have any humor. It was a very Infinity somber. War had a lot what of humor. I mean, at the, not at the end. Sure. Uh, you know, people said that before this one came out, they didn't want they didn't want it to have like any humor, and I was like, no. You don't want a Marvel movie to have yeah. Humor. You gotta have a Marvel sense. movie with humor. Of course, it can be serious. America's it ass. I think Marvel thrives yeah. on humor. Honestly. Yeah, like from the My first opinion. Iron Man movie, that kind of like set the standard for. Well, it also just with their comics, with the few comics that I've read from Marvel, you know, it's it's some slapstick comedy, some tongue in cheek things, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, speaking of coming right out of a, a comic book page, the the final battle with all oh, the yeah. superheroes look like straight out of. Now I have a question for you. Do you think where it was the entire females, most of the female superheroes, and as well as pent up, what's her freaking name, um, Stark's wife, um, Pepper Pot, Pepper, yeah. Did you think that was pandering, or do you think that was like a, a cool thing? I thought I thought that seemed totally manufactured to me. Really, that seemed so pandering. But there, the thing is, there is like a legitimate woman's team like that in the comics. Like they are a thing. I think it's I can't remember what it's called. It's like I, I mean, I, I don't doubt that they. Like that. I don't doubt that there that there is. So I I don't know it. But it still seemed like super forced. Like a nod to that to me. Oh yeah, I well I don't know any of the comics so. I feel like I feel like it was supposed to be less of a nod and more of just a, you know, women empowerment moment, which I don't there's not a problem with, but like the the women empowerment moment in, in Infinity War I think was much better cuz it was much more subtle and it felt more natural. This yeah. was just like they were finishing each other's sentences and I mean, I can, it felt it felt silly to me. I can you see tell you what the woman empowerment moment in Infinity War it was, was in it was in the it was the final battle in Wakanda and it was when um, they're fighting Proxima Midnight. Oh, and it was Black Widow. Yeah, it was Black that. Widow, Okoye, uh, um, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah. All I'm saying is Scarlet Witch was insane, especially up against Thanos. Almost yeah, killed. pretty cool. Almost killed the guy. Had to have him rain on an entire airstrike just to um, get her off him. To, to, in regards to the, the female empowerment part, yeah, I, I don't know if we should call it that, but you know. <coughs> Jake, your dogs are stupid. <coughs> I'm gonna eat them. Please don't eat my dogs. Is that a little too much? It's oh, it's a doggo. You failed. We've been invaded. Our first guest star. <laughs> yep, so we have the first guest here. Uh, my dog. Uh, Anyways, we're talking endgame, dummy. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> uh I, at first look, I definitely thought it was pandering, just uh-huh. because it was so structured and so, you know, like you said, it was forced. Yeah. But I definitely, I was reading um, a review and in in an interview about it because they brought up the same question, the uh-huh. interviewee or the interviewer. Right. And it was one of the it was the Russo brothers, one of the Russo brothers, and he said, you know, we definitely thought we were gonna catch something for that, or people mm-hmm. were gonna take it that way, but it genuinely just it was one of those. Moments where you know we did it, and at the final take, we were like, you know what? It's a, it's a, it's the end of it. We need to. We should keep it. It's 
Sure. It's a yeah, culmination. I mean, that's all fair. They saw it more as a culmination, and they definitely think it could be perceived as a different yeah. way, and they mm-hmm. wish that people would look at it as more of a, this is everything that we've worked for. Oh, yeah. Deal. The f- they went over and the I top. I respect that, but I definitely think they could have portrayed it better. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. They went over the top with and with just the final scenes overall, and I wouldn't have it any other way, because that's, like I said in the beginning, that's so many movies. 22 just put into one final showdown. Portal, Portals is like, so I downloaded the soundtrack for Endgame, and Portals is like my favorite track from like any Marvel movie. Isn't it the, the theme, but like on steroids? Yeah, it's like it's like the yeah. one that plays when um when the and when uh Doctor Strange's portal starts opening. Yeah, yeah. and everyone just on your yeah, left. On your left. Oh, that scene always gives me so fun. That scene. Oh my I god. Love it so much. All right. Is there one Marvel character you wish was an Endgame? Uh, definitely either Vision or Quicksilver. Vision or Quicksilver. And I'm saying from comics, from anything. Oh, from like, comics. Okay. If you could have pulled someone from any like rights from any comic. Any Marvel comic? Marvel. I wish there was more. No DC. I, I don't know if they're gonna, if they're gonna have some more with Red Skull, <laughs> but I definitely think they should have added some more with Red Skull. Yeah, the fact that they put Red Skull in as not only they did it in Infinity War and then they did it again, so there's obviously something coming, or maybe there isn't, but I definitely think they should have. I like what they did with uh, Red Skull. I think, I think if we're gonna see any more future Red Skull, which I, I hope we do, it'll be something because. I feel like there's still a story that's left that's that hasn't been told yet about Cap going back and putting the stones and, and putting yeah. the stones back. And also know. living living through everything. But I, I feel like there's like some sort of adventure but no one he goes to through. See Steve go to his nine to five job and then come home to Peggy <laughs> and make dinner. Yeah, I, I, I wonder I wonder what he does. I wonder what he's doing. I would like to know more about his life. Yeah. How do you feel about um the next Captain America? Sam Wilson? Sam Wilson? Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm hyped as fuck. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm excited read, to see where it goes, yeah. I'm, I want to go read the Sam Wilson comics. Because I have my interests in and also my own withholdings. What are your I, thoughts? I, my thoughts are on I uh, recasting characters for different movies, you know, whether it be like Mission Impossible or, or I'm sorry, Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is a good example where they did an all-female cast. Uh-huh. Super funny, but it just didn't really work because it just you know Ghostbusters was an all male group and it's not nothing against. It's I heard it was trash. It was just a garbage movie. I I, I, I disagree. I haven't seen it. Funny. I, I thought they had great chemistry. I thought they worked great as comedians. No, I haven't seen it. I just think it didn't fit well with the way Ghostbusters. Seeing that name Ghostbusters and seeing female and it was just like you know something doesn't seem right. But you know I enjoyed it for face value, but this whole culture of switching up things to seem inclusive is getting not ridiculous but I think it's depressing the bounds of what is historically correct and what is wrong like James Bond uh, Idris Elba was up for James Bond which you know James Bond is historically a white male you know uh-huh. not to say someone from the MI6 or MI5 can be African American or any well to be race, fair I don't think it's I mean I don't think James Bond for example has ever you know, it's just a character, you know? It is just a character, but if yeah. you want to stick All the, the actors are different. No, I mean, I I completely disagree with you here. I mean, the defining part of James Bond isn't his race, it's, you know, his personality. Mm-hmm. It's the suave, cool nature of him, and I think Idris Elba would have been 
fucking perfect for that. I, oh, I yeah. would have watched the hell out of that movie. I don't think I would have felt any different than seeing yeah. any other James Bond up there. I think, yeah. I think, I think, it, um, to a certain degree, I'm sure one would argue that inclusiveness is the idea of inclusive and uh, the idea of inclusiveness is starting to get a little bit like over the top but i think in terms of like avengers endgame and like sam wilson captain america i, I think that's I think like that's, that's not correct. for i don't think that's for inclusive purposes no i think that's keeping the timeline <laughs> and he's also he's putting his opinion out there sam 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 wilson was also black in the comics mm-hmm. so yeah I mean, I, I don't know. I just the only I'm not I'm not saying I have a problem with it. You know, I'm I'm sure Idris Elba would do a great job. I think he's a great actor, and I think he's he definitely emits that personality of James Bond. But mm-hmm. you know, if you're if you're calling someone James Bond by the name, if we talk strictly about the name of James Bond, that is a white male. And I, that's, I disagree. I think it's the personality, not the not the. But you're not looking at it as a name. You're looking at it as a personality. I'm telling you to look at the yeah, name. Yeah, but the name is correlated more with the personality than I think person. historically, uh, James Bond has been white, but I don't see why he still has, has to be white. I, I don't see why he can't be I can agree with that. Asian think... or, or Indian. Right. Like, I'm not saying I have a problem with it switching. That's totally fine. But what I'm saying is that if you look at the name historically, it is a white male. And sure. I think yeah. that... Because I true. saw... Cause my dad and I have had conversations about this, and he has his own feeling about it, but I'm not going to bring him into it. You trying to fucking say? I don't <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw a truck yesterday coming home from White Marsh, and it had, like, um, it was a black pickup truck. Dude, it's, like, seriously hot in your room. It had a, uh, it had an American flag, a giant American flag attached to the back. It had a bunch of bumper stickers. One of them said, yee yee. Oh, yee yee. Yeah. <laughs> And then you had a Confederate flag. Oh, double yuck. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun. What do, you think about, what do you think about the Confederate flag? Is it historically accurate? Is, mm-hmm. it, is it fair to have it here? No, fuck it. They're rebels. Fuck them. They lost. Get over it. I Get agree. the fuck over it. All right. <laughs> well, well mo- moving on to our next cut. Um, hold on, Tom. I, I wanted show. to go back to this. I wanted to go back to this. <laughs> I don't think inclusivity has been bad. I think it's given us some fucking awesome characters. Uh, to stick to the Marvel Comics sort of thing, Camilla Khan, uh, Miles Morales, amazing characters, um, She-Hulk, you know, with different struggles than, you know, you'd be used to seeing. Um, even the Sam Wilson Captain America comics touch on this, you know, the racism he faces. <laughs> um, I think that including people of different races, backgrounds, is super great because you can tell more interesting stories based on struggles that you're not getting with every other white guy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, of course, like, of course, inclusivity is not Uh inherently a bad thing, but I think what people are having uh, kind of a they're, they're withholding about is like Eventually, someone is going to be cast for the sole purpose of them being a minority or like black or uh, a, a female. I think you see, and it. they're they're gonna they're gonna choose the that specific part of them before the talent part. And I think you see it worse. I think TV television has definitely done it the wrong way. I think film has done it the right way. 
but television, there's so many f- moves, like shows on like NBC that are just completely made for minorities. What what I what I don't watch is cable anymore. <laughs> yeah. I do. I watch a lot. What, I, what, I have a, what is cable? What I have a problem with is. Um, I, I think <laughs> the problem is forced inclusivity. Right. But that tends to come more from bad writing than anything else. The I think show's probably bad if you have bad... In, uh, bad um, if, if you're yeah. struggling to include a minority, your problem is bad writing. <laughs> or just bad casting. It's like, you know, it, it could be either or. do better. I don't know, but actually, I, I'd like to go back to about, about cable, you know. Cable is dying. Cable TV is dying. But yeah, if I'm being honest, this is probably the second golden age of cable TV. The writing and the the CW serious is trash though. I don't watch CW. Yeah, talking, it's not. Good. I'm talking cable TV and the total amount, like you know, FX, sci-fi, all those. Yeah. I'm not talking just the networks, you know, ABC that. Yeah. Because that that's more just reality TV and and live on camera, two camera shows, but yeah, but. This, there's a new era of writing and level of daring with the way these people are going about filming. You know, there's there's these TV shows that have like movie like production values. You know, there, there's there's talk about Marvel. There's a, a show called Legion. You know about that character. Oh yeah, I've heard and about that. That's in its third and final season, and I've watched every season, and I love it to death. The filming is amazing. The writing is amazing. The casting the, is amazing. Did you see the trailers for Dark Phoenix? I did not. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. So there are so many different X Men like stories that they could come out with, and they choose to do a remake on the Phoenix. I would and I anything to see a God Loves Man Kills sto- movie like. Oh, yeah. MCU. They're going to do it. One no, day. they're not. One day. The story's all about how Christians want to murder mutants. Look, one day they'll do it. Look, they're opening up the multiverse, all right? It's, it's going Are to... Because I feel like Mr. Mysterio is just a con artist. They're still introducing the concept, though. Yeah, so. they introduced the concept in Far From Home, so you never know. They could take what they want from that. Alright, so... They fight three Thanoses. Should, <laughs> should, we, should we move on, or is there... Yeah, let's keep it moving. Alright, so... Uh, the next one we're going to be discussing is from Jonathan. He's going to be talking about Elon Musk. Okay. The meme legend. So, Elon Musk, CEO of SpaceX, on May 23rd, And Tesla. And Tesla, whatever. I so love Tesla. Boring company. Suck my hey, hey. No, that's um, a, that's yeah, no, that's the actual name. Has. I know. That's the actual name. You think you can just come in here and shit on <laughs> Elon Musk? I'm not shitting on Elon Musk. I love you. Look Elon. at me. <laughs> I think he's the best modern day businessman you'll ever Elon find. Musk is the real life Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Elon Musk, CEO of SpaceX and Tesla, on May 23rd, 2019, launched 60 satellites from a rocket. These satellites are part of what is called Project Starlink. The goal of this project is to provide a low cost, highly effective internet connection for everybody around the world via thousands of satellites orbiting from outer space. Elon Musk says he hopes to be done with the project by 2020 and plans to launch around 12,000 satellites in the next six years. Now, I have one problem with that. Okay. There is a thing called space jump. Uh-huh. There is a problem with space jump right now. Yes, there is. Um, I feel like... And I feel like adding 12,000, if he... Allegedly 12,000, that's a lot. And, you know, satellites follow a direct path and they go their own path. That's <laughs> fine and good, but, you know, 
any one miscalculation or anything that happens, you know. Asteroids hit Earth. Or meteor. Meteor. Meteoroids. English is hard, isn't it? No, there's two. There's meteoroids <laughs> and meteoroids. Yeah. One, hit, one is describing one that hits the Earth. One is describing one that goes to the Earth. Mm-hmm. And just dissipates while it's dissipates. in the atmosphere. Right, right. Whichever one doesn't hit the Earth goes through the atmosphere every day. Like, a hundred of those, you know? It just mm. takes one to get one off path, and, you know? You could have an entire chain reaction. Right. Yeah. The idea and the concept is very smart and very cool. However, what do you think people would do with that? Do you think the internet could handle another, how many... Well, it's like, it's not... Instead of... I think it's more of, like, they're going to be rebuilding the internet. So instead of building off what we have now, they're going to start, like, a, a new... A new sort of thing. Which would be really cool. Like, I just... So, like, in the, in the words of Elon Musk, you could be, like, in the middle of a, a little jungle and, like, pull up your laptop and Do you hook think up to the Wi-Fi. everywhere is ready for that right now, though? That's um, what I think as well. Well, so, There's, with America, we are actually behind when it comes to technology because I, we haven't even upgraded to fiber optic we're cables. Talking, we're talking about readiness, not... Right. Yeah, not well. Not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not America, technology. Um, there was a thing. I think it was like about two years ago. Facebook went into some like small island community and provided them with like internet that could only access Facebook. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. That's a right. nightmare. Imagine. Um, but there was a there was a small like subculture of people living there that were a different like religion or race or whatever, and the amount of like fake news and slander and like bullshit that went on this Facebook for this general area caused a genocide for that small group of people. Oh my god. Yeah. That actually happened? Yeah, that actually Holy happened. Holy fuck, how is Facebook still around? I don't, Jesus Christ. Like, so I don't oh, think it, I don't think everywhere is quite, Hold on a minute, why are we talking about that? <laughs> I don't think everywhere is quite ready for that sort of um Yeah. If if we I, if we need if we have internet like that, if we have a worldwide net, you know, you have to be ready for the repercussions of that because you have groups that are out to get other groups, you know. It was a. Uh, it was in Myanmar. Oh. Um. God. Um. But yeah, Facebook basically went in and was like, "Here's Facebook." Uh, uh great genocide. <laughs> yeah. Right. The the majority spread. Every, everything... Ah, uh, yes, finally, a platform where we can perform our terrible acts. Everything that... Um, that's what Facebook is, apparently. Who's the CEO? I guess. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. But yeah. Everything Zuckerberg does, everything he touches fucking d- gets destroyed. He's he fucking... is a lizard person. <laughs> no, like he's, a, he's a hermit. He, he, was, he was a hermit who made Facebook because he didn't have friends he at Harvard. Fucking... Uh, and, and now he's, he's like... An and I think I definitely <laughs> like you can call me crazy for this, but I definitely think part of the scandal with Facebook is because he wants to he has his own problem where he doesn't feel complete, so he watches other people's lives. I yeah. feel like that's why he made Facebook, and you know he happened to become rich off of it. But that's just a conspiracy. I, but I definitely I dislike think, him very much. I creepy. Think he Facebook. makes me uncomfortable. And his eyes. Yeah, his unblinking Those eyes. Those unblinking eyes. <laughs> Have you guys seen the video of him live streaming, uh, like Megan doing a barbecue? Yeah, it's so what? fucking unnerving. Yeah, he like live streams himself making a doing a barbecue. He's like, "Hey guys, doing a barbecue," and he talks about how he wears the same shirt just in different colors every day. What? It's so bizarre. He's such a like. 
Like, he is genuinely an alien. Like, I... <laughs> so weird. That's... But, so... Really? So that... So that... So that... To be fair, was also Facebook. But I don't know if providing them with even more internet yeah. will be even worse, you know? I let's, mean, maybe... Let's call Facebook... First of all, let's pick Facebook as toxic. Because it is. Yeah, I mean, maybe sure. it was the fact that they were only having access to Facebook where only a select group of people were able to post their opinions and their facts, if you want to call them that. And that was the problem. But it's just a matter of... There are a lot of places where that's a large jump. Yeah. Um, now, with the Facebook's case, they went in and they promoted their, their platform. And they, mm-hmm. they gave them their platform. I don't know if this will be like... Like so, so that place doesn't have. Let's say I don't know. I guess they don't have internet anymore. Um, Myanmar. They don't. They don't have anything to access the internet. I had no clue. If they if they did, they could hook up to the internet. But if they didn't, they could hook up to the. Um, if they did have plat um, devices, they could hook up to Elon Musk's internet. But if they didn't, they couldn't. So I don't think anything would be it's affected. Not be huge, you know, I think yeah. I think it's just like if you have the ability to connect, connect to it, you can. But places like North Korea still will probably use their own, right? Um, communist shitty, <laughs> you know, um, internet. So I don't know if that is a good point, though. I don't know if that will be a, a problem, and I hope that it doesn't lead to uh, some sort of genocide on a bigger <laughs> yeah, scale. That would that's that not... would be unfortunate. Yeah, hopefully that won't happen. Uh, we're definitely in a really bad era of how much news we're getting and what what is real, what is not real. What is... I, yeah. And I also think that this could be another platform for companies to spy on people. Yeah, this is you know? why I just don't like the majority of news outlets these days. It's because, like, whenever I see a story, it's like, why, like, it's nothing, like, they always put, like, the front titles as, like, something like, you won't believe what happened today, or, like, it's like, hey, this guy did something insanely bad, and then you actually click on the story sometimes and you just see it's like wow okay it's all just bullshit I mean yeah I think a lot of it falls on people I mean everything has to be run as a company company right now we're you know full blown capitalism everything needs to be a company everything needs to make money and that's the society we've built we live in a society yeah right yeah i mean you know so you can't shit on news companies too much for having their own personal biases i think it's the duty of the people to go out and look for the truth you need to be able but the problem is it's hard to find the truth when everything is so skewed by the media yeah yeah i everything sucks you know what? Maybe a genocide wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> now, hold, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Now, hold your horses there, buddy. Um, did you see the thing Elon posted the other day of his tunnel? His uh, little tunnel under yeah. LA? The, like, comparison of the car speeds? The Hyperloop? Yeah. yeah. Is the Hyperloop actually working? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's up. So, yeah, I he, like, tested L- it. I could go to LA. I don't think I it's can. open for the public, oh. but, like, he had a car drive. He, like, started two cars at the same place. Uh, had the one go down the Hyperloop and the other take the road and the Hyperloop got there in like a minute and 40 seconds and the road took like five. Wow. So. Hmm. Uh, well, talking about faster transport, I saw a story about bringing back supersonic jets. So, Mach, Mach 1, Mach 2. 
Yeah. Three times the speed of yeah. They we used to have the Concorde, mm-hmm. which was a Boeing plane, which was supersonic jets. So you could do, a uh, New York or uh, New Jersey, Newark Liberty to Paris in four hours instead of eight. And you know, the only problem was that the gas was ex- the the fuel was expensive, the tickets were mm-hmm. too expensive, and the cabin was small. So you didn't have enough he- heads to cover the. F- the right cost. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what they're thinking with cleaner fuel and possibly lithium-ion batteries, because right now we are in the lithium-ion age of technology with you know Teslas and all these uh, battery-powered cars. You know, we could do something cool with that. It could work. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's hot as fucking shit in here. Ah, cool. Yeah. I'm crying. Literally this? shaking and crying right now. Yeah. Alright, alright. Let's move on to the next topic. Alright, what is the next... Alright, so... Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's gonna be music. Yeah, uh, so, um... And recently, now, music with Ben. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. Some guy sucking on the... Hey, welcome. Well, alright, shut the fuck here. off. <laughs> you're breaking the... Colombo. Yeah, this is Shut what up. she did. All right, all right. Go. We'll fix it in post. Bye, guest. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut, cut that part out. <laughs> our, our special guest has left the building. Everyone. I'm opening this window as soon as so, possible. Uh, it's so fucking hot in here. Sit down. You don't make the rules. Oh my god. <laughs> Recently, Tyler the Creator released his fifth studio album, right. Igor. Uh, Which we cannot play here for uh, copyright <laughs> purposes. Very good. No, we can't. That was a. That was a voice quake. We've all listened to it, I believe. Yeah. All the way through. Yeah. All the way through. Yeah. Um. General thoughts. Um. It's very different, but yeah. I like it. I like how compared very to distorted t- and industrial it sounds. Yeah. So compared to Tyler's like early work, it's definitely a, a big change. Right. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not so gonna. Lie. His early stuff, his early stuff was still experimental. But it's not. It's not. not have you listened like to Bastard? Uh, probably not. No. Yeah, Bastard and Goblin are like. I've heard. I've listened to Goblin. Those are um. Those are interesting. Let me tell you. Scumfuck Flower Boy is probably still my favorite. You think so? Yeah. I, I can agree with that. I love, like, I love Igor, all the synths and stuff. Yeah. Like Igor is really good, but like I, I gotta I gotta go with Flower Boy. Igor is it's a cool it's a cool sound, but it's not my sound. I think this I like he made for himself. I think he made Scumfa Flower Boy for more of you know, it was gonna be a commercial album, it was more mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I, I like that he made this one more for himself, Igor. Yeah. And I not? like that he's being like super low key on like like, he wants you to make your opinion before he mm-hmm. he says everything. Like, I, I respect that. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's like, part of his point of, like, not putting the features on the right. list. Yeah. It's because he doesn't want you to jump to a certain song because you see a feature. Right. So He's if you're, supposed to, like, beginning to end this. Yeah, so if you aren't aware, he, uh, he didn't really put out a list of features yeah. for his songs. He didn't at all. He didn't so even put he, it on the track list. So we, no? we, know, yeah. we know who's in the album but we don't know where they are and you can't it's really a, tell because they're so late. it adds an interesting yeah. element because you're you're listening and you hear a new voice and you're like oh well that's a new sound and yeah. then you have to think about who that might be and you know like Earthquake you have 
Playboy Cardi on it. Yeah. No, I don't really. Like I mean, Playboy that's Cardi. that's probably the most obvious, blatant feature. <laughs> I don't know who's the person singing in that though. Yeah, no, no, no. I I have no clue. Yeah. But what I can tell you is like, you know, that's Playboy Cardi when you hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that's another th- be like, and that's another thing. Blah, 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 blah. I actually like that about the way that Tyler does that because instead of having to like just oh wow look at this little Wayne feature wow look at this Drake feature like you just skip over to that song it's like wow I want to hear this song because it's got this person in it no you're you're listening to the album because you want to listen to it right and like that's honestly the way it should be like that's listen how to- albums used to be you listen to them, you listen to them top to bottom as soon as you're done that's how I listen to the new KG Elephant album. Oh my, yeah, I, I, I still listen to albums top to bottom because that's honestly the way you should do it. And if you don't, you're weird. But favorite track, if you have to jump to one right now, which track? What's um, good? What's good? Uh, definitely oh, Boy is a Gun. Me too. What's good is really good too. Uh, that's hard. It, yeah, for me it's between Earthquake, A Boy is a Gun, and um, What's Good. Those uh, are all really good. Earthquake I is feel really like good. A Boy is a Gun and Are We Still Friends are probably my, my top Are We Still Friends is a very R&B song. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal. It, the whole album is a whole, the story it tells, the way each track transitions into the next, um, and is like very cohesive and tells a narrative is fantastic. Is now, there, do you think he's going to wait for another album, or do you think he's going to take... I think it's going to take gonna some time. As usual, you know, every two years. Two summers ago, we got Flower Boy. Well, don't forget the uh, the Grinch album. <laughs> that no. was a special circumstance. No. Um, the best album. Is there any person you were hoping to see on the album that didn't make the cut? Not necessarily. Not really, I I feel like that would be. I feel like you have thoughts about that uh i mean there there are a few i always want to see frank and tyler do something oh yeah i think that would be nice such a phenomenal that would be an interesting pair uh they're they're whenever they're together the song is like you know what what is clicking your mom oh got him um um i would have loved to see another caliucci's feature uh like we got on see you again yeah Uh, yeah that's true didn't apparently uh, Rihanna and Justin Bieber turned him down for, for Earthquake? Yeah, what it's, dummies! I mean, that that happened a lot on Flower Boy too. If you listen to the interview, mm-hmm. he wrote like mm-hmm. Glitter was supposed. He gave tried to give to Justin Bieber too. Yeah, and he didn't take it. Justin Bieber's a dick. So, <laughs> um, I definitely think that. Are you serious? I'm closing the window because the AC's on. I don't want it to like. Go up go and out. immediately go out. Fucking shit your pants. Cut that part out. Uh, Rex Orange County. But I feel like that would have been too much of a Flower Boy feel because of how much of that album he's actually on. Mm. Yeah. Also, I don't think Rex Orange County would fit this style of album yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I think he's a good artist, but I don't think he fits this album at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think Tyler probably listens to a lot of very interesting artists and I think you should definitely reach out to them I know for one that I've been on a bit of a kick on like Saba Smino a couple artists like that mm-hmm. and they're very amazing I think they use this they would have the same production level as like an Igor type feel yeah. and I definitely think that they would 
work together well. I want um, Tyler the Creator and Kyle to collaborate. Kyle? Yeah. They both got real interesting voices. That'd be fun. I, I'm, I, I really like Kyle. He gets compared to Tyler I know. a lot. Cause That's why I think they should. Yeah. Um, I would love to see uh, Steve Lacey do something with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve just put out his new album Friday, and I thought it was phenomenal. I think him and Tyler could do some real great work together. Even Steve, just on like a guitar or bass and some backup vocals, mm-hmm. would be... Oh, that'd be really cool. Ideal. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what Jack White did, because I'm a fan of Jack White, because he's, like he's like an alternate kind of uh, rock artist, and... Um, he, he's like Dan Albert from the Black Keys, he's a really interesting producer. Very yeah. grungy. Um, yeah, I really like his sound, and I, I, I don't know... I don't you know, know Jack White did an entire album recorded in a telephone, bo- telephone booth. Wow. Like, he made a recording studio in a telephone booth and recorded an entire album. In that only, so he has he, his guitar in there. Is he British? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like he's not. How did he? That's a good question. That seems. That seems pretty difficult. Just Google it. Mm-hmm. Is he British? Yeah. But yeah. All right. So I think that about wraps it up for today, huh? That was everyone's day. <laughs> yeah, everyone. We got donuts, thank you, Peter. Yep. You're welcome. We pushed this back because I woke up at 10.20 when we were supposed to meet at 10. Uh, well, my alarm went off at 9.20, and then I woke up at 10.20, and I'm like, well, where'd the time go? We were going to meet up an hour earlier, but I was way too tired. I didn't yeah, to I was in bed, and I was really sleepy, and I did not want to get up. Yeah, I'm going to go back to bed when I get back home. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, so uh, this has been the first uh, episode of the podcast, Night Owls. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed and stay tuned. Wait, 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 wait. Where can they find us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should plug, like, our Instagrams and stuff. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, anyone want to plug anything? I don't need do followers. Wanna, I'm full. Do you plug? I'm full, thanks. I mean, I'd assume we're posting links to that on our social media, so I feel like we probably should plug ourselves a little bit so that we can shamelessly promote ourselves. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, you can listen follow. to me and my friends talk shit about things. Yeah. Yeah, um, honestly. Um, so you can find me, the most important one of all is here, obviously, um, at jmyers770 uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm bflorian6 on Instagram. Oh, do I have to share this? Yes, you do. Come on. Lowercase Pierre, P-I-E-R-R-E, underscore, Paco, P-A-C-O. That was his French name in high school. And Spanish name in high school. I took two languages, three years in a row. Yeah, that feels bad. Beer bong. And for my plug, it is Beerman36, two N's at the end of that beer man. And other than that, I think that wraps it up for today. Okay, alright. So I hope you guys enjoy, and we will see Wait, 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 wait! This is... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will see you guys in the next podcast. Bye, fuckers.